FM. Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports. Saturday, February 19th, 2022. Welcome in as it's myself, Jim Shovlin, and Justin Kenny, the ever-busy... The oh-so-busy Justin Kenny. Yes. Where were you last week? You were in Chicago? I was in Chicago, yes. We had... Um, Doing all things sporty. Seven on, yeah, <laughs> seven on seven football for OPS. Uh, the Pylon Chicago Tournament last week in Bridgeview, Illinois, which is just southwest of uh, Chicago proper. And uh, winning a couple championships there. So it was a success, successful weekend. In the last five years... How big has seven on seven gotten for these high school football players? You know, huge. And and Pylon is the originator. So they're the originator of club seven on seven competition. They have competitions all across the country. They're the preeminent organization putting these tournaments on. And for us to go there and win two of the five age divisions when we're facing teams out of Chicago and Milwaukee and St. Louis and Florida and Canada. It was it was a big deal for us, so it, it was really cool. Um, and now I got to figure out a way to get two teams to Tampa in early July. Oh, so that should be fun. I, I can I can ride along. Well, you know some people down there. Maybe we'll I just, do. You know, we'll set up some tents and and some yards. We can do that. Yeah, yeah sure. A bunch of twelve year olds running around. We'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. Oh, I'm busy. <laughs> Four six eight six two automotive color supply text line. It's open for your questions, comments, opinions. Big show for you today. We're going to be talking a little bit later on with Mark Delagars of the Summit City Sluggers uh, about baseball across Indiana. We're going to be talking with Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Comets, in our weekly Comet Chat. Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. Cougars have uh, a big doubleheader at the hut today. And... Uh, we are also going to be talking with Mr. Dan Vance, Media Relations Manager of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, in our weekly Mad Ants chat. And I'll be darned, on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City, County, Federal Credit Union, is Mr. Dan Vance. Dan, good morning. Hey, good morning, Jim. It's nice to, to start off the show this week. Yes, you're batting leadoff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all up to you. The flow of the show is, is all yours. I'll try not to let you down, though. You already talked to Justin, so I'm already at a disadvantage here. Well, it's uphill from here, most definitely. <laughs> I could just sit back and let you two go at it. I would be entertained. But, Dan, who in the world is Samir Doughty, and uh, what's he doing in a Mad Ants jersey? Yeah, we uh, we acquired Samir yesterday out of the available player pool, so he's going to come in and play uh, at least our next three games with us. Uh, Jordan Bell uh, will be gone for our next three games when we get back from All-Star break starting next Wednesday. He'll be with Team USA for the, the FIBA World Cup qualifying, the second stage of that, uh, something that Justin Anderson did in November. He was with the first stage of the game. So uh, Jordan's All-Star break uh, doesn't exist. He flew from our game in Detroit the other night to Washington, D.C. to start training camp yesterday. So he'll be part of Team USA uh, through the end of the month. 
uh, with games on the 24th and 27th against Puerto Rico and Mexico. So uh, Samir comes in uh, to fill that roster spot for us and, uh, you know, a really decorated guard, a long guard. He's about 6'4", 6'5", played at Auburn last year. Uh, was all SEC first team at Auburn, um, led the Tigers in scoring. So, comes in with a good pedigree as a rookie. Uh, played for the Lakeland Magic earlier this year. So, you know, excited to to add Samir and you know the the world that is the G League this year, where ever changing faces. And uh, we've had we've had a lot of the guys in bad ants uniforms because of the uh, climate of the league. So, we're excited to have Samir with us uh, when we reconvene next week. Obviously, the guys have a few days off right now. Well, and in talking about Jordan Bell, you know, you talk about players leaving and in the roster shuffles, but it's for good reasons. It's like you said, when players get called up from the G League to the NBA and when players get summoned to play for Team USA. Now, my next question regarding Jordan Bell is how does a player become uh you know, asked uh, to to play for Team USA. Is it a tryout situation? Are the agents the ones that are looking out for these opportunities? Or just how does a team uh, get selected? Yeah, so it, it definitely goes through their agents. And, you know, they're with, with the FIBA qualifying, they're definitely looking at the G League. Uh, almost the majority of the team that Justin was on in November are guys who are active in the G League right now. Um, and, and the same thing goes for Jordan's team. I think with the exception of, uh, you know, Joe Johnson, who's played in the, the NBA just a few times, who's going to be part of it. But a lot of guys who are in the G League right now, including Jawan Morgan uh, from IU that's with the main Celtics, um, Rajon Tucker, who Fort Wayne fans have seen a lot the last few years, is with the Wisconsin Herd right now, uh, David Stockton, John Stockton's son is part of this team. So they're looking for, for bright young stars in the G League. Uh, who can play at a competitive level internationally. And, and a lot of times it goes with guys, and we saw that with Justin Anderson, who have previous Team USA experience, you know, guys who have been part of uh, that system uh, before and have participated in international competition. So uh, the benefit for this group is they don't have to go anywhere. Uh, Justin was in Mexico. Uh, this team's going to be playing these games in Washington, D.C. to prepare. And then there will be a, a third competition window later this summer, and they'll have a, a whole new team of 12 different guys uh, that they'll they'll put up in that qualifying round, and uh, should they qualify for the FIBA World Cup, which is in 2023, then they'll go through all of the you know 35 or so guys that they've had play over these three competition windows, pick a team of 12, and that'll be the team that'll represent the U.S. We're talking this morning with Dan Vance, media relations manager of the Four Way Mad Ants, in our weekly Mad Ants chat, and. Dan, the roster has, uh, boy, we talked about it going through some changes, but uh, it's a bit banged up right now. Yeah, yeah, go through, uh, you know, a couple injuries right now, and we've had some over the year, and uh, a couple more, you know, with Walt Lemon Jr. uh, with the injuries, missed the last couple of games, and Stephen Domingo uh, went down in our game against Detroit, still waiting to hear a prognosis on Stephen. So, so, you know, it's the the year of adjustment. I think that uh, one benefit is that, the, the organization has had to adjust, and General Manager Chris Taylor has done a great job of finding guys. You know, when we need uh, to fill spots, you know, he brought in Russ Smith, who was like a ball of fire before he ended up getting hurt, uh, and and is now out the rest of the season. Uh, you bring in a guy like Jordan Bell, who has NBA experience, who's won an NBA championship with the Golden State Warriors. So you just got to make the best of it. And uh, you know, CT and, and Coach Tom Hankins have been able to. Uh, continue to put a really strong roster out there despite the turnover with, with the injuries, with guys getting called up. 
so it's, it's a challenging year, but you just got to do your best. And I think that they've done a wonderful job in the front office of making sure we have a very competitive team, no matter how often the roster has to change. And, of course, we're talking now about the, the all-star break, a little bit of a break for the players to be able to uh, sit back, relax, maybe rehab and uh, heal up some bumps and bruises and things of that nature. But looking forward to the eight games at the Coliseum in the month of March, starting on March 4th, and some of the milestone, well, maybe not milestones, but some of the records in Fort Wayne of uh, different uh, – individual statistics uh we've had a couple of triple doubles uh in the recent past a couple of gambridge field house and 40 point scores and i know you had uh, this on social media as well about how many different 40 point scores we've had this season alone <laughs> yeah so yeah those two triple doubles in gambridge from Walt Lemon jr and Jordan Bell were huge, the ninth and 10th triple-doubles in organization history. Uh, and then, you know, the other night in Detroit, we had Justin Anderson with a 40-point game. We've only had 14 40-point games in Matt Ant's history, four of them this year from four different people with Justin and Andrew Rousey and Russ Smith and Gabe York. So that's huge. And then uh, Nate Hinton became the 19th Matt Ant to ever secure 10 or more double-doubles in their Matt Ant's career. So, uh, just 19 guys have done that. Nate's now at 10. Terry Taylor's on that list. I think he sits about 16. Uh, you know, obviously uh, hasn't played for us here in about a month since he's been up with the Pacers. So it's been a record-breaking year. You throw in back in the showcase, uh, winter showcase out in Vegas, and Gabe York breaking the three-point record, hitting nine, and the team breaking the scoring record, scoring 155 against Wisconsin. So it's been a year where there have been a lot of records broken uh, in Matt Ant's history. And, of course, his 15th anniversary season, you might as well, uh, make a big impact. Indeed. Uh, we had a text came in on the automotive color and supply text line regarding the Mad Ants, and it says, how was the Sabonis-Halliburton trade uh, affecting the Mad Ants roster, if at all? Um, you know, I don't know that it, it affects it, you know, directly. Obviously, uh, with some of the stuff they have going on with injuries up in, uh, or, you know, up with the Pacers organization down in Indianapolis, it allows uh, some, a young guy like Halliburton to get on the court with some of the younger guys like Terry Taylor, uh, you know, who has played significant minutes, and Dwayne Washington, who's gotten to play some good minutes. Uh, O'Shea Brissett, who was with us last year, uh, you know, he's he's a veteran, but still, you know, in his early 20s. So I don't know that the uh, the trade has affected the Mad Ants, but it's definitely allowed some guys who have been in Mad Ants uniforms this year uh, a chance to to gel, you know, that younger group. Um, and, and the Pacers are really young now. So I think it's affected those guys. But as far as uh, us in general in Fort Wayne, I don't think it really has had a big impact. Well, Dan, tell all the listeners how they can uh, get more information on the Fort Wayne Mad Ants through social media. And uh, I understand there's another podcast that's dropped. Yeah, absolutely. So ftwaynemadants.com and then you can find the Mad Ants on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then, yes, you're correct. Later today, we will uh, be releasing our newest edition of Inside the Colony uh, for a Mad Ants podcast with Nate Hinton as our guest. So a chance to learn more about Nate, uh, and you'll be able to find links to that uh, on all of our social media this afternoon, as well as at ftwaynemadants.com. All right, Dan. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Hey, thanks, Jim. All right, that was Dan Vance, Media Relations Manager of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants in our weekly Mad Ants chat. And uh, while we have just a, a few minutes of time, I want to go over some of the scores from last night. 
Uh, as we said, we got a show packed full of guests this morning, so we want to make sure we get to those. But uh, the Fort Wayne Comets in action at the Coliseum uh, against the Toledo Walleye were beaten by a score of 6-3. to three. And they'll be in action tonight and tomorrow at the Coliseum as well. In college basketball, PFW wins again. They beat Wisconsin Green Bay 74-55 on the road. The Dons hit 13 three-pointers in the game. They were 13-24. Now, that's a 54.2% shooting average from behind the arc. And uh, in doing so, they won their sixth straight game, running their Horizon League record to 12-6, and 17-10. Overall, Justin Kenny, you are courtside for a lot of the home games for the Mastodons, along with Brett Rump uh, on the call. And, and what do you like about this Mastodons team? Well, it's it's a gritty team, and they can win in a variety of ways. You mentioned hitting threes last night, but it's one of the top ten teams in the country in terms of free throw percentage, so they take advantage getting there. And, you know, sitting now at 17-10 and 10 overall, they're in third place in the Horizon League after last night. And, you know, for the, the first I guess, quote-unquote, normal season in the horizon for the Mastodons. They've, they've done a great accounting for themselves with three road games left in the regular season. We'll see what they can do. And then likely at least hosting one, at least, home game in the Horizon League tournament. So it's been a great job for the Mastodons, who only really lose one starter to graduation after this season. Well, yeah, I heard Coach Coffin talking to Brett, saying, that you know, pretty much just about everyone's back next year. Yeah, I mean, you lose Jalen Pipkins and Cameron Benford, but everybody else is back. And and so I think, you know, in terms of looking towards the future, it, it's incredibly bright for the Mastodons, and this year isn't over yet. I mean, anything can happen in the Horizon League tournament, but they're definitely playing some really good basketball down the stretch. Well, and, and we've said it a million times regarding sports in this community. You don't have to leave town to watch very competitive sports and especially basketball around here too. And we've got division one basketball, horizon league basketball and uh, automatic bid basketball as well. So uh, get on out there and support your local teams. Four, six, eight, six, two automotive color and supply text line. Let's uh, real quick, go through the boys basketball scores from last night in the summit athletic conference. Concordia beat Wayne 64, 55, Northrop 62, Dwenger 56, double-double for Jalen Jackson in that one. It was uh, Snyder, 93-91 over the Southside Archers. Uh, I think we had no fewer than four 30-point scorers in that one. Yeah, that was a great back-and-forth game between two of the teams in the area that have a great one-two punch in scoring, and uh, Snyder able to, uh, to edge out a win over uh, a team in Southside that's playing really good basketball right now. Other scores had Homestead beating Carroll 68-32. Bishop Bluers at Northside was postponed. Over in the Northeast 8 uh, non-conference matchup, Garrett falls to DeKalb 61-33. East Noble 56-43 over Wawasee. Leo gets an 80-47 victory over Lakewood Park. New Haven 85, Heritage 55, and Norwell beat Jay County 71-47. In ACAC games that we didn't already mention, it was Adams Central over Southern Wells, 70-50. to 50, And Muncie Burris beat South Adams, 60-53. Looking over at the Northeast Corner Conference, Central Noble, a 74-46 winner over Fremont on senior night there in Albion. It was Eastside, 55, Angola, 51. Busco falls to Fairfield, 58-42. Goshen, 54, Westview, 45. And West Noble, an 82-21 winner 
over the Hamilton Marines. And those are your high school scores from last night. Got girls semi-state basketball coming up today. That's where I'm headed immediately after this, up to LaPorte High School, Fairfield and Frankton to start at 1 o'clock, and then Garrett and South Bend, Washington at 4. That's got that's a dandy matchup Yeah, for those um, teams. Absolutely. Haven't they played already this year? Uh, Fairfield and Frankton have. Okay, Fairfield yeah. and Frankton. I was thinking of Garrett. Okay, but... Uh, yeah, should be a lot of it. And then we got state wrestling going on down in Indy as well. Yeah, uh, good luck lot. to all the wrestlers. Oh, yeah. We had, I believe, 11 area wrestlers get victories yesterday, and so many more competed at the state level. So yeah. it, it should be uh, a lot of fun. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply and Text Line. Had a text that came in that says, uh, if PFW can't get into the dance, could they get into the NIT or one of the other tournaments? If they're close to 20 wins, that's a great question. It's a good question. I don't know exactly how it works. It used to be where the the regular season champion of some of these leagues got an automatic bid into the NIT, and I don't know if that's a thing or not. And I really honestly don't know how many of those postseason tournaments are actually happening this year. I mean, with COVID still being a slight issue and, you know, having to plan ahead, I don't know how many of those, if any, are, are still happening. So, but that's a great question. And I think, you know, as we get closer to the postseason, you know, I definitely could see if some of those tournaments still are going on, the Mastodons being able to sneak into there. But, you know, they got a great shot at getting to 20 victories, and it'd be a phenomenal job for the Mastodons considering, you know, the first really normal season in the Horizon League. And and there's some really good teams in the Horizon, and the Mastodons have been able to show that they can compete with them. And that's you know, maybe one of the questions we had when the Mastodons went into the horizon was how are they going to match up? Mm-hmm. They're matching up pretty well. And they're getting some uh, national notoriety on ESPN. We had a text that came in on the Automotive Color and Supply text line that says, T.S. Justin, how can you not talk about that crazy, <laughs> amazing 3-0-T Don's victory over the league leader CSU? That was an uh, <laughs> insane game, one of the best games I've ever seen in person, regardless of, of level. It got a solid three and a half minutes on Scott Van Peltier's uh, Sports Center uh, late that night. Just a, a great coverage for for the Mastodons and uh, one of the wildest games you'll ever see. I mean, yeah, a coach calling a timeout when he doesn't have one. A, 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 a team losing a free throw because a guy leaves the lane uh, after the ball had been handed to the to the shooter. But didn't he think he was being uh, subbed? Yeah, he thought he was being subbed, yeah. but the ball was already in the hand of the shooter, so. Despite that, and 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 great, you know, Cleveland State, one of those teams that just refused to go away. Um, yeah, it was it was an amazing night of basketball out at the Coliseum, and and with the with the Mastodons prevailing 102-98, it made it even better. Yeah, I couldn't believe that they dove uh, they. Uh devoted that much time to it on sports center with Scott Van Pelt. But I was pleased that they did because yes. it was it was it was riveting. Absolutely. So, it was uh, and, and some of the craziest stuff that you'll you'll see in a basketball game. Indeed. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line. We're going to go ahead and take a timeout. When we come back we're going to be talking with Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis in our weekly Cougar chat. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 the Fan 100.9 FM. If you look 
looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately? Think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at the wiseinsuranceagency.com. The Sports Rush with Brett Rump. Dan Lust, the host of Conduct Detrimental Podcast, Brian Flores. How does he prove that it was strictly race? The person that ended up getting the job, Brian Dayball, who, you know, by all indications was a very uh, highly sought-after coaching candidate. You're going to have to show that this decision involves some type of racial undertones, which, not to say that it wasn't there, but just on its face, I think that's going to be a harder case to prove. Than- the Sports Rush with Brett Rump. Listen every weekday at 4 on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Merch in Indiana means one thing. Basketball. Big shots cheering on your favorite team. And shining moments will once again return to the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum on March 18th and 19th for the Division Three Men's Basketball Championship. Get your tickets now at the Memorial Coliseum box office or online at NCAA.com slash tickets. Join us as the tourney returns to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Thousands of Hoosiers have hepatitis C and don't even know it. You might be one of them. Visit checkcarecure.in.gov to learn more about this often silent, sometimes deadly disease. There is a cure, and treatment is simple. Find out how you can stop hep C at checkcarecure.in.gov. Get checked, get care, and get cured. Sponsored by Indiana FSSA. Aired in cooperation with the Indiana Broadcasters Association in this station. Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting for healing and care, for life-saving medical care, for a chance to live with dignity and hope. They are waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. And now, as our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship sets sail, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now. Without the work of Mercy Ships, these patients don't have another option. Mercy Ships is answering the call to serve suffering people who have nowhere else to turn. Together, we are going to some of the world's most desperate places and bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. Thank you! Thank you! To learn more about this wave of hope, go to mercyships.org today. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Joe Walsh brings us back. Life's been good. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line 46862. Put TS in front of your message. If you got a question, uh, comment, opinion about local sports, well, especially about maybe University of St. Francis athletics, because on the Talking Sports phone line, 
powered by Fire Police, City County Federal Credit Union, is University of St. Francis Athletic Director Mike McCaffrey. Michael, good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning, my friend. How you doing? I am great today, getting ready. As soon as I leave here, I'm heading over to Leo High School because we have a gigantic baseball camp going on uh, until about 5 o'clock today. So uh, wow. I get my baseball fix and uh, and get to tell dad jokes to a lot of young kids and uh, <laughs> until they start rolling their eyes. And uh, so... <laughs> Anyway, well, that, that's You'll what You'll keep I, them entertained, I'm sure. Uh, for a while, yeah. <laughs> Until I said, no, I don't want to go in that group. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's got dumb jokes. Anyway, hey, got a lot to ask you about with St. Francis Athletics this morning. And first, congratulations. I saw that the all-MSFA, all-academic team was announced and not fewer than 31 football players are part of this all-academic team from the University of St. Francis, which I believe, and if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't have one of these, but the, you need a GPA of like 3.25, which is better than a B average. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a, it was a great uh, fall for our uh, football program, and I think we were second in the conference. Somebody else had 32. I think we were at 31, uh, so the second most honorees in the msfa which is a huge testament to our kids and i think there was maybe four 4.0s and a lot of 3.8 3.9 so uh definitely got it done in the classroom and uh you know after what was somewhat of a, a pretty disappointing season on the field it was good to see them stick with it uh, off the field and still do what it is that uh, that they're capable of doing so i know that uh, it's a little feather in the cap for coach d and his staff and all the work that they do to keep these kids on track and uh and, yeah, I mean, we had a, a valedictorian in the, the School of Health Sciences and the BSN with Will Homan. Um, so, yeah, great academic fall um, and uh, and really proud of the guys. Well, yeah, and didn't I see that Jack James was a 4.02? I mean, yep. and, and he was a guy that, that yep. battled through an injury most of the season and, and yet still had the, the presence of mind to go, oh, I'm going to ace my all my academics. You know, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jack's a great kid, special kid. Uh, hopefully, he can bounce back off of a broken foot. But uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's a he's a heck of a competitor, both on the field and in the classroom. Well, Mike, if I, this is kind of a loaded question, but what's the key to getting your student athletes to excel in both their in both realms? I mean, uh, you know, in your academics and athletics as well. I mean, but but well, how you know how can you get on a football program, 31, that that know that I'm not here just to play football. I'm here for the greater good. I'm here to get an education as well because that's not always been the case at some universities and colleges. Yeah. I mean, it starts in recruiting, right? I mean, you, you go out and you get the, the right kind of student-athlete. Um, you know, they have to align academically with one of the programs that we have so they have to be you know passionate about what they're doing whether it's in health sciences whether it's in the school of business um, or any of the other areas that we have on campus so it's, it's aligning them from the start with something that they know they want to succeed at and something that they see themselves doing beyond uh, St. Francis so I mean it, it starts up front but then it's all the resources that we uh, try to surround them with whether it's the tutoring or the test taking or uh, all the things that we do in, in student success that allows uh, other resources on campus to come around for these students and some of them take advantage of it some of them don't uh, some of them need it more than others uh, you know jack james i'm not sure we needed a lot of tutoring sessions for him uh, 
Uh, for him, it was more keeping him on track with his class schedule and making sure that worked with everything else. So uh, it's a myriad of things, but uh, again, it, it starts with recruiting the right people up front and getting the right kids to be a part of your program, and the rest kind of takes care of itself. Well, kudos to the players, the coaches, the administrators, those uh, in compliance as well, and those that keep track of things like that. Because um, in, in a case like this, like it takes a village, you know, and uh, and uh, the village is uh, on the ball, that's for sure. So let's segue into basketball and talk about a big doubleheader uh, today, where uh, Taylor comes a calling and uh, the Lady Cougars, uh, winners of five in a row, uh, they tip at one o'clock. Yeah, it's a big senior day, uh, last regular season uh, home games of the season, so we'll, we'll honor a couple seniors before each game. Uh, we don't have a ton of them, but we do have a few on each side that we will take care of and uh, recognize their accomplishments and then get, get after it on the court. And I think, you know, with what the women have done the last couple weeks and, as you said, winning five in a row, they put themselves in a spot. They're in the conversation for the national tournament. I think a win today would, would lock that in for them. Uh, so that's a... A big carrot to have dangling out there for today's game. So we, we hope that they can go take care of business and keep following uh, Malia Kunkel and Cassidy Crawford and Reagan Pate and all these people that are just stepping up the last couple of weeks and, and getting it done. So it's a, it's a big game for us, and Taylor's good. We You know, the first game we were supposed to play Taylor, uh, we lost because they had COVID issues. So we haven't played them yet this year. Uh, so this will be the first time, but they're a, they're a good team, and, and we got to come out ready to go, and hopefully we can set ourselves up for a postseason spot. But we're <laughs> excuse me already set to host uh, at least the opening round of the Crossroads League for both the men and the women because we'll be in the top four on both sides. So we'll have a women's home tournament game Tuesday and the men on Wednesday. Okay, yeah, and the, and the men, since we last spoke, won uh, one last Saturday and, and then won again uh, in the middle of the week as well. Yep. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a 22-7 and seven record right now and, uh, yep. and and looking to finish out against Taylor today after the women's game at 1. This will be about a 3 o'clock start. So, and, and before we let you go, hey, got to talk about Dustin Butcher and those Cougar baseball players. My goodness, now with 6-2 and two on the season, playing some of the better competition in NAIA? Yeah, they're on the road right now down at Pikeville and got two yesterday, which is huge. Um, seems like we're kind of getting on the board early, getting some runs early and letting our pitchers kind of settle down and, and holding on for, for victories. And then Darren Swanson, the freshman, from he's been phenomenal uh, for a freshman to come in and have the impact he's had has been uh, pretty fantastic. So we'll see. Yeah, we're, we're sitting pretty good right now, but uh, – a lot of games left to be played, so we just got to stick with the process and, and keep letting Coach Butcher and those guys have some fun. Good to see Sam Pisa, a local kid, get another homer yesterday. So he's got two already in his young career. Um, and, and getting a lot of young guys some action and getting a lot of kids used to, to college baseball, which will help us down the road. No doubt about it. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate the time. Have a good weekend. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. I had a coworker say that they, they moved into a new house and, and they have a water softener. They don't know anything about it, don't know what brand it is or anything like that. It's just down in the basement, and they think it works because they hear it every once in a while. Well, that that's great, but this is exactly why I tell people to call Culligan. Call Culligan at 484-8668. That's 484-8668. They will come out and test your water. They'll come out and test your water. If it's soft water, hey, we know that this softener is working. Regardless of brand, 
have your water tested. They'll come out and do it. Or you can have the big inspection for $29.95. They'll inspect all the connections, everything, and, and let you know, hey, if you've got a water softener that, that's going to be carrying you for the rest of, you know, the rest of the, the home's life or, or many years, they know this. They know what to look for as far as breaches and things of this nature. So for peace of mind, Give Culligan a call today, 484-8668. That's 484-8668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back. Westwood One Sports presents this special update on the 2022 Winter Games sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Very windy day in Beijing. They postponed alpine skiing. Another event was shortened, but they did have the freestyle skiing men's halfpipe. And American Alex Ferreira is glad they did. I woke up in the morning and I saw the wind not as windy as what we've competed in previously this year. And I think that's the line. I, I think everyone was safe enough, so it's good. Ferrero, who won a silver medal four years ago, this time won bronze. His teammate, David Wise, went from 2018 gold down to silver. The wind caused almost everyone to fall at one point. Even the gold medal winner, Nico Porteous of New Zealand, he was clutching his shoulder at the end after a fall. That alpine skiing mixed team event is now tonight, Eastern time. It is another chance for Michaela Schifrin to win a medal. Hockey, bronze medal game, Sweden and Slovakia in the second period. Scoreless. With this Witcher Games update, John Stashauer, Westwood One Sports. I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the name your price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's name your price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic. Our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I receive. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer gibsonsheating.com now back to talking sports with jim shovlin on fort wayne sports station 1380 the fan at 100.9 fm welcome back to talking sports presented by automotive color and supply for a saturday february 19 2022 Fort Wayne comments in action last night at the coliseum beaten by the toledo walleye by a score of six to three comments took a 1-0 lead just 11 seconds into the first period but uh, Toledo prevails at the Coliseum. And on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Field Credit Union, is Fort Wayne Comet President Michael Franke. Michael, good morning, sir. Good morning. A little breezy this morning. Just a bit. If I had hair, it would have blown all over the place. But uh... No, I hear you on that one. <laughs> yeah, last night uh, we got uh, that first goal 11 seconds in, and... Uh... Then I think we forgot how to play the game. Uh, our compete level last night, excuse my language, sucked. Uh, 
pretty pretty much the whole game. And, uh, you know, we left our goaltender out to drive probably 15 or 20 times last night. Uh, had it not been for Toledo's inability to shoot the puck on the net several times, you know, they might have scored eight or ten goals on us last night. But uh, I don't know. Our compete level was just terrible. Um, disinterest, a look of disinterest. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're playing the team in the division that's leading your biggest rival, uh, you know, probably the team that we should hate more than anybody, and you can't get up to play for them. It's uh, 10 years ago, Dave or I probably went into the locker room last night uh, with the coach's blessing and uh, had a little talk with the players. But, you know, we don't do that anymore. Uh, this is up to the players and the coaches to figure this out. and uh, But it was embarrassing last night. And uh, I really felt bad for our goaltender because, uh, and I think he showed his frustration towards the end of the game. And uh, uh, I got to figure they had 60, 65 looks at him last night, even though they only had 44 shots, I think. But, uh, you know, they shot the puck wide a lot, just way too many good opportunities uh, to score goals. Yeah, I did notice that uh, in some of the stats. I mean, uh, the walleye had 42 shots. The Comets had 40. And so, yeah. uh, you know, that's... Uh, Unfortunately, 75% of our shots were from the concession stand. And, you know, you're not going to score goals shooting from way out. And, uh, again, that gets down to your compete level. Uh, that's showing that players are not getting gritty uh, on a consistent basis and going to the net. If you look at the shot sheet from last night, you'll see that a great majority of Toledo shots were in that, say, 20 feet uh, or closer, 25 feet or closer range, and you'll see that ours were way outside. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, we read about it, we hear the players talking about it, but the same old, same old happens, and uh, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. Well, yeah, there was a quote by uh, Anthony Petrozelli uh, this morning talking about how Toledo outworked them, you know, going for a puck one-on-one. -on -one. They were, their sense of urgency was far better uh, than Fort Wayne's. And uh, in that's, how, that, you know, that's how you win battles, by, by wanting it more than the other, to, to dig something out of a corner. And, and the corners are where... The elbows are flying, and, it, and you talk about gritty. It gets gritty in the corners, and uh, and the strong survive there. So uh, yeah, you know, we that's were our, our physicality last night was zero. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you don't get up for the for the one of the best teams in the league and your biggest rival, but uh, uh, you know, and and the the responses that we read about, it's the same. It's the same every. Uh, after every night that this happens and uh, nothing seems to get fixed. So, you know, we'll see. We got another chance tonight against Tulsa and then tomorrow against Kalamazoo. And, uh, uh, you know, the uh, winning two out of three and then losing two out of three doesn't get you very far. So we just have to find some way to be more competitive uh, on a nightly basis or, you know, we just need to switch some stuff up here moving over the course of the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, maybe there's some people out there that, that, that have a little higher level of com uh, of competition and, and physicality uh, than what we have right now. We're talking this morning with Comet President Michael Franken, our weekly Comet chat. 
And, and Michael, uh, you, you mentioned tonight and tomorrow, uh, what's in store for the fans uh, that come out and, uh, and, and witness Comet Hockey, promotionally speaking? Well, we get to see a different team tonight in Tulsa, which is good. Uh, uh, you know, you, you, you see Toledo and, and uh, Kalamazoo, Indy, Cincinnati, Wheeling a lot. Uh, so <clears throat> here's a chance to see a different team. Uh, they're a pretty good team. I mean, uh, uh, it's a team that we should be able to beat but uh, if we work hard. Uh, but that'll be uh, interesting. A big crowd expected tonight. I think we'll be over 8,000 tonight. And then tomorrow, Kalamazoo comes back. Uh, tomorrow is uh, the Meyer family night, the after-game skate. Uh, tomorrow is also kids' seat-free night. Uh Brought to you by Aunt Millie's and Lutheran Health Network. Uh, any child under 12 can see the game for free with a full-paying adult ticket. Uh, we generally see a lot of families at the games. Uh, we're already close to 8,000 for tomorrow because it's also Sweetwater Employee Night, and uh, there's going to be a ton of Sweetwater employees at the game tomorrow night. So uh, it's uh, it's a busy weekend for the Comets, and then we hit the road, and uh, – Go out to Iowa next weekend to, uh, uh, I believe, for the first time. So uh, that ought to be interesting. I know there's going to be a busload of fans heading out there next weekend, uh, kind of like the old days. And uh, who knows, uh, uh, maybe Paul Newman will show up next weekend out <laughs> in Iowa. <laughs> Maybe. May well, you know, we've got a, a very tightly contested Central Division of the Western Conference uh, that the Comets are right smack in the middle in. You know, so, so uh, you know, outside of Toledo perhaps uh, running away and hiding from uh, the, the rest of the vi division, uh, th there's a lot at stake here. And, and it's, uh, it's you know, disappointing to hear that maybe, you know, there's some guys that still need to, uh, to get a little uh, uh, boot in the rear end there. But, uh, you know, still... It's uh, there's there's time, but now is is when you want to get those two pointers and four pointers when you're on home ice and uh, and you got the crowd behind you. Well, exactly, and and one thing you can look at with uh you know with a team like Toledo and a couple of the other teams that are are doing really well this year. Um, to this to the, uh, last night we had brought in 62. We've had 62 different players on our roster. Uh, as of last night. Toledo had only had 38 players run through. Mm. So there's a continuity level uh, that they've had for most of the season. Um, they've stuck with the players that they had. And rather than, you know, exchange this part for that part and uh, potentially, and, and a lot of us were put in that position due to call-ups and things like that. But I know they had a lot of call-ups too earlier in the year, and uh, they don't have any pros on their team right now from Detroit. So, you know, they've they've been able to keep continuity, um, and most of the rest of us in the division have not been able to keep continuity. And sometimes you just got to stick with what you got, and uh, you know, and try to make it work and get combinations, line combinations together, uh, and and stick with them and. Uh, you know, hopefully that'll happen here over the course of the next several weeks. But, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta take your hat off to Toledo. Uh, they're a very good hockey team. Uh, I don't think they're all that much better than we are, but, uh, they seem to try a lot harder than we do. Well, Michael, thank you. As, as always, uh, your candidness is appreciated. 
uh, each and every week. And uh, we will see you tonight and tomorrow out at the Coliseum for Common Hockey. I appreciate it, and uh, I got to be candid because you don't fool the fans. Uh, the fans know what's going on, and you you gotta you gotta tell it like it is. There we go. Thank you, Michael. And we will talk to you next week. All right, that was Michael Franke, President of Fort Wayne Comets, in our weekly Comet chat. We're gonna go ahead, step out, take a break. When we come back, we're gonna uh, warm things up a little bit. We're gonna talk some baseball. We're gonna talk baseball with Mark De La Garza, the Summit City Sluggers, uh, about uh, some new information that uh, will help any kind of baseball fan around the state of Indiana. We'll do that all when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. One more turn of the calendar, and the madness begins. We've got full coverage of the Big Ten Tournament, plus the Mastodons run in the Horizon League bracket. And from the first four to the final four, we're your home for every game of the men's NCAA Tournament. Plus, Bracket Bash will return March 15th with your chance to win some cash picking the field of 68. Listen to all the action on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100. Point nine FM. Get the latest knife info from the area's premier knife shop. Follow Blademan's on Facebook and Instagram today and get the latest on what's happening at Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. Hello, this is Mark, the owner of Blademan's Knife Shop. I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to check out the area's best selection of quality knives. We carry Benchmade, Hogue, Protec, Microtech, Emerson Knives, Zero Tolerance, and many more. We have the best selection of premium knives anywhere within 100 miles of... Before you experience the world-class quality in store, see fresh inventory updates and limited-time specials at the Blademan's Facebook page. Some inventory, unique colors, and new styles only stay in stock for a day or two. So be in the know and update your knife collection the smart way. Follow Blademan's today. As always, 10% discount for police and military and on-site sharpening service. Join the community of premium blade buffs at Blademan's Facebook and Instagram today. No voting machines connected to the Internet. Voter identification required. You hear a lot about voter security lately. The state of Indiana has more than 20 security procedures in place. These are just a few to ensure that all votes are secure and accurately counted. Okay, that's a lot. So you can rest assured that in Indiana, your vote is private, protected, and accurately recorded. You can count on it. Sponsored by the Indiana Secretary of State, this station and the Indiana Broadcast. Association. Shield Exteriors, home of the True Lifetime Warranty, wants to warm up your winner with $5,000 cash. The last day to get in to win is February 28th. Text SHIELD to 46862 to register now. Shield Exteriors Roofing, protecting what matters most. Hi, this is Ryan Newman, NASCAR Cup Series driver and champion for a great cause, driven to save lives and organ donation. Look, what I do is dangerous, and nobody's invincible, but we can all do something incredible to save the lives of others. That's why I want you to take a moment and register yourself as an organ donor, like me, at driventosavelives.org. You might just become somebody's real hero. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday, February 19th, I just looked outside and saw snow automatically. Well, we're about to talk baseball, so your mind was on former, former climate. Indeed, yeah. Love baseball. Did I ever mention that? Yeah. Anyway. Hopefully we get some Major League Baseball this year. I, yeah, I think uh, right now they're saying that uh, spring training games and spring training has been uh, postponed until at least March 4th. So. Uh, and they don't seem to be getting very close to an agreement. Every time they meet up, it sounds like those meetings are very, very short. Yeah, and it doesn't anyway. I'm just a little bit uh, disappointed with uh, well, you know. how things have gone on and how long they've had to take care of this. And then here we are, uh, well, should be in spring trainings, uh, first stages, and we aren't yet. But anyway, another story for another time. Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. And uh, speaking of baseball, let's go right to the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City, County, Federal Credit Union, because on that Talking Sports phone line is none other than the Summit City Sluggers main man, Mr. Mark Delagarza. Mark, good morning, sir. Morning, Jim. How are you? I am great this morning. Uh, just telling Justin after the show, got to put on my uniform and head out to Leo High School. We got a big baseball camp out there today with a whole lot of kids out there. So, uh, and and they'll they'll love me uh, until they hear too many of my dad jokes. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> but after that, then uh, it'll just be eye rolls from six year olds. So. Uh, not a whole lot of, well, hey, you know, I got to try out my materials somewhere. But, uh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, first, let, let's talk a little bit about the sluggers. And what I've noticed recently is, you know, baseball is not inexpensive to play, to be part of an organization. And the Summit City Sluggers are being very proactive in raising funds so that if you raise funds as an organization – you can keep the per player cost down just a little bit, and those that can afford it can afford to play a little easier that way. But tell us a little bit about some of the fundraising efforts that you have going on currently. Uh, right now, we're kind of we're actually winding down on the fundraising, but the whole goal behind fundraising is because I don't want baseball to turn into a country club sport mm-hmm. to where you know only the wealthy can play. So we do provide uh, probably four or five good fundraisers. The one we have going on right now is our our deal with uh, Pizza Hut, where Pizza Hut provides us with coupons, and we give them to the players, and they can go out and sell them and raise money to pay their fees. Uh, we We do several like that. And everything that a player raises goes towards their fees. We don't take any directly uh, for the program. It's all to pay for their fees. Okay, so so the harder the kids work, then the 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 better off they'll be from a financial standpoint. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole idea that uh, mom. It doesn't have to come out of mom and dad's pocket. It's you know, and I think it's a it's a good life skill that kids have to go out and earn their way. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're finding out that they don't just walk onto a diamond and it just unfolds in front of them uh, with, without any blood, sweat, and tears or any sweat equity. Uh, it has to happen, and it's a great teaching tool as well. But, Mark, tell us a little bit about baseball across Indiana. Okay, I um, I got contacted by uh, Dan Hill, who's also known as Hardy the Hat Guy, uh, back about a year ago. 
and he had this vision of putting together a podcast, uh, internet broadcast about baseball across Indiana and every aspect, um, from little league all the way up to the big leagues and, uh, and coaches, umpires, parents, players, everything is, is part of the subject. And, but what we do is every Sunday night we get on a Zoom call and put this together, and we have a topic every week, and we vary the topic. We also have a lot of uh, content that's put together during the week that's included in the broadcast. And what it is, it's an opportunity to promote baseball, in, you know, in Indiana, because there's there's a lot of people that don't know right now that college baseball is going on. D1 started yesterday. IU opened up yesterday. People don't know that. You know, uh, former Concordia players, uh, Trayvon Moss went three for five at Eastern Tennessee yesterday. People don't know that, but we want to we want to promote baseball and tell people, you know, what's going on in uh, in an hour show every Sunday night. So it's it's going well. We just started. Uh, the first show was the end of January, and. Uh, you know, we're going every week and doing well, and we want people to, to know about it and uh, and listen. And, you know, we need content, so we want people like you to, you know, be involved and uh, your show to be a part of it and the whole works. It's, you know, basically what we're all trying to do is promote baseball. Well, and, yeah, anything I can do to help, uh, you, you've you got it, Mark. <laughs> that's, that's for sure because I'm you sure and you'll I... Be getting a, I'm sure <laughs> you'll be getting a call to be interviewed. Okay, well, I... I'm uh, I'm available, uh, but but you and I know both that that there has been a lack of information put out there for baseball fans. I know before I got back into high school baseball, I was I had to search like crazy and maybe go to let's say Max Preps or something to find out you know what was going on with some of these schools. But then it was still hard. Are these are these standings updated? Uh, you know when are the games this week? Has there been games rescheduled due to weather? You didn't right. know, and so when right. you don't know, you can't come out to the games. But uh, with something like this. Uh, this is giving people real-time information on that, and it's uh, it, it's so very important to have. And, you know, we need the cooperation of the coaches so that we can uh, broadcast when games are rescheduled. I think that's huge. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah, people don't know, and they can't get there if they don't know. And the rainouts and the reschedules and the the COVID uh, interruptions thing that, that changes everything. The schedules are put out. You know, everybody's got their website, but like you said, uh, is thing are things updated? And we're going to try to you know offer that for high school and and at the college level. You know, with college baseball going on, and they're going to fire up in this area in another four weeks. People can go out and watch, and I don't think a lot of people know what good quality baseball we have at Indiana Tech, at St. Francis, at Huntington, Manchester, IPF, or PFW, excuse me, places like that, Trine University, uh, Indiana Wesleyan, Taylor University. Place, you know, they all have good teams. And yeah, yeah. I, I, I think if you, you have a son that 
loves baseball and wants to play at the high school level, they should go out and watch college baseball before the high school season and just see how how well it's run and see how well the players play. Well, and in collegiate basketball, baseball as well, you have players that want to be there and want to play. And believe me, when you're starting the season this early, uh, it, it's not the most uh, tropical climate that you're playing in, even though a lot of teams will head to the, the southern part of the states to to uh, get some games in. Not often uh, are you able to get that, uh, that balmy 80 degrees and sunny. Sometimes you are uh, battling snowflakes in, in 33 degrees and things of this nature and, and winds out of the north that, uh, that will freeze you to the bone, but you're playing baseball. And that's that's what matters to a lot of these kids who are uh, are still living the dream playing collegiate baseball. Not only that, Jim, that's after a six or eight hour bus ride and eating that Golden Corral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and and there you go. And then oh yeah, by the way, yeah, you got to stay eligible. You got to you got to have your studies in and things like that. Yep. You know, we were talking with Mike McCaffrey from University of St. Francis a little bit earlier, and uh, Dustin Butcher at St. Francis has that Cougars team at six and two right now, playing down in Kentucky, playing south of here. But uh, you know, they're six and two, and and these kids get after it not only on the ball diamond, but in the in the classroom as well. And that's just part of it. And in addition to what we just talked about as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's a grind. It's a grind, and it's a long year for them because they start right after they get back from Christmas break, and it doesn't end until you know they're knocked out of their tournament. And you know, the, the people. Don't, another thing people don't know is the, the the NAIA, which a lot of these teams in this area are associated with. They aren't NCAA; they're NAIA, and they're they have a World Series just like everybody else in in uh, Lewiston, Idaho. So it's a it's a big deal, you know. And I think when I talk to kids about moving on and playing in college, uh, the thing to choose isn't just being, you know, the, the whether they're in NCAA or NAIA or junior college. It's choose a school that's going to have a chance to play postseason because that's when it's fun. Oh, sure. Well, and you mentioned Lewiston, Idaho. You know, the Indiana Tech Warriors have been there countless times uh, in the World Series and uh, have always had a good showing for uh, the the Fort Wayne and Northeast Indiana area as well. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, You know, World Series and and the, the, you know, elevation of of these games and the magnitude uh, isn't lost just because it's at the NAIA level. Uh, These players get after it. And if you want to see... Very good baseball. And if you want to see some some gems of facilities, you know, take in a game at Indiana Tech. Go down to Huntington, uh, where where that's all just been, you know, refurbished in, in just what a great setting for baseball, regardless. So, you know, it, it's it's collegiate baseball. And my goodness, uh, it some of these places are just incredible. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Huntington just got their infield turfed. You know, they put in uh, new grandstands, new bleachers, a press box a few years ago, and I think it's the best-kept secret in Indiana. And, you know, every time someone goes there, their first comment was, "I this is beautiful, and I didn't even know this existed. Oh, yeah. I, I remember playing Connie Mack ball down there in 1975 and 76, and it still had that 
that certain feel to it because you had to walk down a, a bunch of steps. You had, to, you had to go down the hill to get there, and then it just opened up, and it was such a beautiful diamond even back uh, a few years ago. But uh, anyway, well, Mark, we're just about out of time, but uh, tell people how they can come up across the podcast, Baseball Across Indiana. It's, it's on our website. You know, Google Baseball Across Indiana, and you'll get the website. And you can listen to it live, and uh, it's also archived, so you can, uh, if you miss an episode, you can catch up. There we go. Mark, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll be tuned in. All right. Thanks for having me, Jim. All right. Thank you. That was Mark De La Garza, organizer of the Summit City Sluggers and part of the Baseball Across Indiana uh, group. Thanks so much to Dan Vance for joining us this morning from the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Thank you to Mike McCaffrey of the University of St. Francis, Michael Franke of the Fort Wayne Comets, and Mark De La Garza, Summit City Sluggers. And special thanks to Justin Kenny for keeping all this stuff so smooth and easy to listen to. And thank you for tuning in each and every week to Conkins sports powered by automotive color and supply so until next week have a great week everybody you've seen the cute insurance commercials on tv a bird wearing shades a guy with a podcast by federated media